Hello and welcome to the AGS Game of Inches podcast, the official podcast of the Any Given Sunday League on PC. Uh, I am your commissioner, Mile High Champ. Uh, this week, our first episode of uh, Madden 20 officially uh, being launched and actually diving into our league. I'm going to be joined by our uh, one of our co-administrators here, co-commissioner, Tyrant. How's it going, buddy? Hey, uh, it's going all right. How about yourself? I'm doing uh, fantastic. It's uh, I'm still in the, the dog days of summer, so I'm uh, enjoying myself. I've uh, had lots of free time and uh you know the free time has been really important as you know that we had this uneventful uh last few days with the uh the major patch to madden right and fortunately we had some time on our hands to fix the chaos that ea dropped in our laps yeah really incredible we've had uh thankfully work was uh has been dead for me (laughs) so i've been able to uh you know really lend a hand with that and um yeah it's uh it's been a journey, to say the least, in such a short amount of time that we uh, we only st- we tried to start last week, mm-hmm. and uh, just as you mentioned, we uh, we already had to restart. <laughs> yes, and you, this is the whole thing, and you know, I don't want to say we told you so, but I think Tyrant, you and I were on the same page about the, you know, not rushing to jump into the league because you know things do come through, and every year Madden patches some things, and it just so happened that this year. The patch was released, you know, close to three weeks after the game officially launched and was released. And it was significant. There were so many things that were changed to the game in terms of likeness. They made people like Philip Lindsay actually have an afro. They actually made people, they actually changed the skin color on certain players to reflect what they actually look like. So it seems like they had done a lot of cosmetic changes that they just forgot to do in the original version of the game, plus all the other gameplay stuff, and we'll get to that in a second. But it was so yeah. refreshing to see them actually do something and and get a major update. It just took three weeks to do. Yeah, right. Like, Greg Olson doesn't look like generic player number two. <laughs> yeah, he was pretty even, bad. Even how though he's you, been in the league for how many years now, right? That's, like, <laughs> that's the whole thing. How, how could you get it wrong? This guy is in there every single year. Like, you've scanned the likeness. How would you somebody not just roll him over into the next version of the game is beyond me. I can't explain it. Incredibly frustrating. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But um, so speaking about the update, before we get into the decision to reboot, obviously people have read about it online. Um, The Madden patch came out on the the 20th and much was made of some of the gameplay shifts. Obviously they fixed some of the bugs that were happening in the game, mostly around some man defense and some other pieces that needed to be fixed. Um, as well as some simulation pieces and some franchise updates that we were experiencing. Most notably the depth chart issue, which was definitely the bane of many people's existence as we were playing online and we found out that we were a, we were actually a player in the game and we were not able to edit our depth chart. So thankfully they've corrected that issue. Yeah, EA, uh, good job fixing, you know, that's, that's me <laughs> doing some clapping there. Um, actually, good job on fixing some of the stuff. Um, and let's talk about uh, some of the some of the features they added too. Um, mm. This really uh, made this really uh, made for some great additions to the game. Um, the main ones uh, that you know we can really speak to are uh, our big boys on the offensive line getting uh, superstar abilities. Our mm-hmm. Uh, what is that? Um, Big Ben getting his brick wall ability, uh, yes. as well as that actually being an ability that quarterbacks can now get um, in general. 
And um, the double teams, uh, double team uh, function in pre-play, uh, or pre-snap reads uh, are now in the game. Yeah, you know, those were all massive um, upgrades and changes. And, you know, it was nice to see that they managed to put most of the changes and add them, you know, to the franchise mode without having you to restart. The one drawback, as you just highlighted, was the fact that all these offensive linemen were then now given X-Factor abilities and superstar abilities that weren't in the original game. And the only thing that was in the original game was a secure protector um, superstar ability, which was for pass rushing. And that was the only one. So Tyron, actually, you and I actually went back and forth and we said, well, can we actually change people's abilities in games and maybe then we'll give everybody their superstar uh, abilities. But then we quickly realized if we had done that, every single player would have ended up with superstar ability for secure protector. And we didn't want to do that because that would have just negated pass rushing and it would have maybe not done, it would have just created an imbalance in the game. Right, especially when you have all the the abilities that they actually introduced, such as Polar Elite, and um, I can't remember the name, but one of them just is all about pancaking people, and I love it. Um, <laughs> it has to do with the impact block stat. I mean, you have these unique abilities that you know lend towards a, a strategy of blocking that is, ju- it's not just limited to pass blocking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you no. Know, it, so it was it was important to make sure that we we had that included, and and ultimately, I, I you know that was the that was the main thing that uh that pushed us over the tip when it when it came to uh to deciding to restart. Mm-hmm. And that that was honestly, and you the fact that you think about it, if we're gonna play, which we had hoped to, seven or eight seasons within the AGS league. And, you know, get up to, you know, 14 potentially completed seasons over two years, which is really fantastic. You know, we really wanted to do it right. And honestly, granted, you know, everyone had a chance to do preseason and get their XP and their stories and whatever else and maybe dev up or, um, you know, play one for sure one week of games. Some people managed to get to their week two games in the old league. But we just ultimately found that, you know, the inclusion of these superstar abilities for offensive linemen and to not have them in the draft going forward, it just seemed like a disservice, like to not go back and fix it this early on. If we had maybe been like maybe three quarters of the way through season one, I'd say, you know what, we're pretty far along. People are going to get upset by that. But, you know, doing a one game in for most people was really not going to be that big a deal, hopefully in the end of it, when when you all look back on it. And, and, you know, to... uh... You know, to add to add to that, as far as you know, looking big picture. I mean, guys, when you're when you're going to be drafting, when you're going to be drafting those uh, offensive linemen as those first round picks, you actually have, you have a real reason to get excited now. It's not just it's not just you know, oh man, I'm going to get a 75 overall star, you know, lineman that I'm going to be using for the next four or five seasons, probably to the end of the franchise. It's no, I have the potential to get a superstar lineman who has a unique ability that's going to add to my game plan you know which all of these other playmakers on both sides of the balls do uh, both sides of the ball do that mm-hmm. um, but but now we have that added dimension too and that's that's just fantastic that they added that so I'm curious then so are we gonna obviously we, we've known that from last Madden that offensive linemen's uh, dev traits don't go up. Um, historically, I, I assume it's the same for this Madden. Have you seen that so far? Have you are you under that same impression? Uh, yes. Yeah, so far, uh, so far, nothing is showing that you know we're we're going to see any difference as far as uh, offensive linemen deving up at all. Um, 
I think the big issue ultimately is that there's no there's no dynamic dev uh, stat that they can really go off of. Right. Because stats are uh, uh, the only stat that they really keep track of, as far as block um, blo- uh, was it blocking goes, is the number of sacks allowed, which and is pancakes and negative. That's the, uh... Yeah. Oh yeah, they do track pancakes. That's true, um, but then of course the number of snaps you play total. Um, that's like those three snaps or those three statistics are the only things that they actually track for offensive line. Mm-hmm. It's frustrating. Maybe maybe one day they'll be able to include that, but it just seems like you know it's kind of unfortunate because you know if you let's say you have a really good young offensive lineman, he's normal, he's kind of locked in, so it really makes you value and say, well, maybe I should just rebuild through the draft because at least those players I may be able to attain that are offensive linemen through the draft could have those superstar X factors or the superstar abilities right from the get-go or close to it or or have opportunities to get to that point. Or even even the stars, you know, the stars yeah. that have, uh, you know, that, that are technically, you know, they're so close to having an ability, but they don't. <laughs> yeah, just on the outside looking in, right? They're not able to get that that full functioning ability. That's no, true. Um, so ultimately, like I said, we decided to restart based on that. The offensive line were the biggest consideration, and we just felt that was the best time to do that. Um, speaking about what we did, Tyrant, because we just—I uh, didn't say we decided. We opted to um, try to save everyone some time and some trading nightmare of getting people online to accept trades and sending trades and advancing the schedule and whatnot. And we actually went in manually and did the entire free agent draft, literally retiring characters, jumping back in, retiring characters, signing people, cutting people, and making each trade that was in the franchise. So everybody could just walk in and have a very close iteration of the team they had in the original franchise. Yeah, I think we started around um, like 9.30 or 10 o'clock, which was yeah. you know kind of like, you know, we maybe discussed... We, we maybe spent an, a, a good hour between our admin team discussing um, the the patch that had just dropped and the uh, the repercussions of that, and then of course the the quick tests that we that we did do that led us to um, make that decision to to restart the league. And so it was all right. Well, you know we don't know how long this is going to take, but we it's got to get done. Um, mm-hmm. So what we we ended up spending the next. Uh, what, five almost six hours i think it was um you know basically putting the roster together for the league putting the putting the cfm file ready uh getting that ready for everyone yeah you know what it was an absolute uh nightmare trying to get everybody lined up and you know making sure players were on the right team and the problem is this is the big challenge when we get people in the game usually they turn off that autofill roster which saves us so much time but the problem is when you have two of us you can't turn that autofill roster off on a team and retire it just autofills the next week you sim and we had to sim at least once because for whatever reason that doesn't allow you to complete trades preseason week one so you're forced to go through the entire gauntlet of all these free agent signings that the computer inevitably is going to make for you yeah the 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 cuts ended up being another uh slightly annoying bit i know we had to save some people's um some people's cuts and you know we did our best to identify those and sign them back Mm-hmm. Um, or, or at least let those players, uh, let those coaches know that, like, hey, you know, you got this player in free agency. I don't think you meant to cut him. And, right. you know, go go figure. You know, sometimes it was yeah, and sometimes it was no. 
Now, big yeah, round of that guy back. <laughs> yeah, big round of applause to people that were really kind of casual, not casual, but really kind of understanding of the situation. This was this this reboot really wasn't the ideal situation all the way around, but most people um, were fairly receptive in saying they understood why, but they also understood that hey, you know what? There's going to be some there's going to be some consequences of trying to sign these players ahead of time and trading them that some players might get cut. And you know what we did offer and we did adjust quite a few contracts as an admin team to try to reflect what they were when the computer cut them. So we did that. There were a few small cap penalties, nothing too major. It wasn't like you had, uh, you know, it wasn't like somebody just cut Aaron Rodgers and has a $50 million cap penalty against you or whatever else. So fortunately we didn't have to worry about that too much. It was just a few small things that we had to kind of take care of. Yeah, just yeah, just fixing contracts and and whatnot. So, um, you know, I mean, I, I, obviously, I'm sitting here thinking, you know, we did a a, a pretty darn good job getting the league back onto uh, onto a, the foundation that it needed to be for success. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, going forward. But that's you know that's what we got. That's what mm-hmm. we got to to move forward with now. And um, what now we're we're already past week one now. Yep. Going, We're, you know, into into week two, and and we already have a, a handful of games. I think, uh, you know, at the time of this recording, we even have uh, a game going on too. Yes, we do. I believe the uh, the Seahawks and the. Seahawks and the Steelers are going down again. Now, for those of you that were paying attention the first time, and we feel, we feel like we can address this now in a, in a somewhat casual oh, yeah. way. Sure. Sure. Uh, Coach Gomer was. Uh, Gomer or Gomer? I never actually said that online before. I, I always I always say Gomer. It's like a Gomer. It's like, okay, it's a roundo. Gomer, Coach Gomer. <laughs> okay, so Coach Gomer um, uh, had uh, originally been suspended, um, at which point that was appealed, and Russell Wilson was then now the person that was being suspended, and the issue around that was rolling out as a quarterback. Now we have talked about this past. Usually, as a sim gameplay mechanic. Uh, the idea is the fact that if you are the quarterback, you are not supposed to leave the pocket immediately unless you are blitzed, you feel pressure, or um, or the play is designed, like a, uh, like a bootleg or a slide play or whatever else. So, for, again, he um, kind of went outside that a little bit, and uh, he's aware of that, and he didn't really understand, I guess, the full rule, and now he does. And so we've had a good conversation with him. But, you know, through the reboot we had the opportunity for them to replay each other. So Seymour was up for replaying. So now that game is actually going down as we speak, um, which is great because I was really happy that they were able to play. It was really good. Was yeah, right. If we had, you know, if we had the ability to uh, reset games in Madden, uh, that would make our lives as administrators so much easier. Um, oh. But unfortunately we don't. And we have to live with how we can, um, you know, how we can work around that. Um, so the league restart kind of gave us a second chance on on that mm. game, um, you know, both for both for us uh, as far as allowing the game to be replayed, but also for Gomer to, uh, you know, basically not be cheesy with Wilson. Mm. 
Yeah, because you know what the hard thing is, and this is where the the delicate balance lies in a player like him. And again, my my uh, my vote is still out in terms of the inclusion of superstar X factor abilities. I like the idea. I just think it, it it's opened up a door within sim gameplay that's going to make it tough. Because as we know, somebody like Russell Wilson has a superstar ability that when he's outside the pocket, he just becomes like laser sighted and he can hit anybody on the run, no matter how difficult or stupid the throw is. He just manages to tuck it in the perfect window for these amazing, amazing passes. It's really quite remarkable. So we have to consider that in terms of how the X-Factory Millions are changing the game. Yeah, and, you know, we're, we're always we're always looking out for that. That's, you know, that's something that always is going gonna, is gonna to change with our, uh, with our league. Um, you know, as far as, as, far as us, anything, anything with the league goes, you know, anything that EA introduces to, you know, in front of AGS, Mm-hmm. Um, you know we're gonna we're gonna take that and we're going to see okay how does that fit into our into our vision of sim of sim gameplay mm-hmm. and you know and and we move forward with that sometimes we have to make a decision uh, such as with playmaker playmaker is broken it, it's just it's way too easy to abuse so we just say look guys just don't use playmaker at all yeah um, you know in other cases it's not saying that we're you know, like to to go back to our Wilson example, we're not saying Wilson can't roll out, but he mm-hmm. needs to be he needs to be rolling out under the right circumstances. Right. Otherwise, he's running for no reason, and he's still one of the best pocket passers in the league. Yeah, he's one of the best quarterbacks. Period. In terms of what he's able to do, um, actually, as we're recording this, the Steelers just scored a touchdown on a Jordan Howard uh, touchdown run, so they're at fourteen seven right now over the over the Seattle uh, Seahawks with three twenty three left to go in the second. Big quarter. run. So, so that's actually something we can we could talk about. We saw it uh, in Week One, mm-hmm. um, and in some of these Week Two games that are being played, uh, we are seeing the advent. Uh, the era of the big play in Madden. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Halfbacks and receivers are now able to really take something that maybe didn't start as a big play and they make it a big play. Well, and going back to this, you know, the changing of the tackle cone in the game has really allowed this even bigger because now if you miss a tackle and you're using somebody, and let's say you're the safety. Well, if you're the safety, it's a good touchdown anyway. But if it's a, if it's maybe the linebacker and you miss, that all of a sudden goes from like an eight yard play to maybe like a, you know a fifty yard run or a touchdown, whatever, whatever how distance you're looking at. So that's the kind of thing that that's it's just changed the game dynamically. And before we move on to talk about the games itself, I want to talk a little bit about the sliders because they came up in league chat. And originally the intention was going to find other gameplay sliders. Yes, there was a patch update, but it hasn't fixed the fact that Madden still, this Madden at least favors offense, that defensive players are not very smart. They just, they make reactions. They don't do things. Zone is still not really right there where it needs to be, but it's about making those subtle changes. So one of the things we did is we put um, pass coverage up to 100. It normally sits at 50, trying to make the defensive players smarter, react a little bit better to the ball because we found that it was just too easy to get up to move the ball. And as you probably saw in week one in our original league, the stats were outrageous because every single pass any offensive player made was literally completed. People were just, you know, I think Haskins uh, was um, was 15 of 15 for Synax in his first week. 
Right, and and that so that could that contributed to the uh, to the slider part of the you know quarterback accuracy being turned down uh, just a little bit more. Yep. Um, you know, for for our restart, we've you know we've we've seen some we've seen some interesting uh, throws uh, thus far. <laughs> um, oh my God, you're great, killing me! We've got a great highlight of uh, you know Drew Locke throwing a perfect spiral to nobody in the end uh, zone. In like the twenty end. yards away from anyone. I think, I think it was. I think it was somebody in a in a jersey in, in like a Demarius Thomas jersey in the second yes. row. And he That's was like, "Oh wait, like. this guy's not even on the team anymore." Yeah, he sold it. He sold it completely. But this is my thing. Even though I'm playing with a 68 overall quarterback, it feels like I'm playing with a 68 overall quarterback. There were too many times in previous Maddens where somebody could walk in with a 70 overall rookie and just try to run show. The, the, and Nathan, I, P, the Nathan Peterman effect. Right. So you just, that's, that's something that I'm, I'm happy that again, even though it affects me and I'm, I'm doing it for the betterment of the league is the fact that I look at this. I'm like, you know what? Locke, I think went 11 of 22 is second game. And Mike's defense was good. I, I had no time because Khalil Mack was coming at me the whole game. But I like the way that the throws that Locke missed, yeah, other than the one outrageous one that went through the end zone and the Demarius Thomas guy caught in the second row. Um, for the most part, I like the way that kind of the, the crappier quarterbacks are not able to make the plays right away. I do like that. I do like the fact there's going to be a bit of a growing pains like there is for any rookie quarterback or any really below average quarterback when they jump in the game. Oh, and it's it's really interesting because, um, you know, I've, we've seen it kind of across the league and, and some some coaches are, are making the decision to either um, you know go with that younger guy like you know you sk- you benched Flacco in uh, you know in yeah. um, favor of of Locke. Um, we've seen uh, some players like uh, we just had a big trade where the Bills and Bengals swapped quarterbacks. Josh yeah. Allen's heading to Cincinnati. Um, you got a twenty was he 23? Yep, 23 twenty three twenty three year old guy rocket arm twenty yeah twenty three year old guy with a rocket for an arm who's who's now ready to lead a Bengals Timber. team essentially money. for the rest of this uh, Madden potentially and um, you know the Bills are getting Andy Dalton in return who's much more accurate but he's only going to be. He's only going to be there for a year or two at most while the Bills figure out, hey, what are we doing for the future? Well, and this is the whole thing. This is this is the inclination. This is the interesting part where I think it looks at the, the value of quarterbacks. And, you know, we got into this conversation actually in the trade committee as we were going back and forth on a recent trade that I had actually put through and it just passed under some conditions. We can talk about that later. But one of the things we looked at is, you know, the value of the quarterback and what that's been because people have seen, you know, when you have a good quarterback, what it can do, or especially even a good young quarterback that you can develop and kind of mold. And this is the thing. Even with somebody like Josh Allen, a guy that has 99 throw power and is still of that age, and you know he went for a, a big package. Don't get me wrong. I just don't know if I give up on a player that young at that key of a position because you're just not going to find a player with better intangibles in the draft. Yeah, it's it's definitely going to be tough. I'm interested to see, you know, especially with uh, Sam Wow and the Bills being in my division. Um, it's definitely going to be interesting to see what he decides to do moving forward. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it makes makes total sense. I can, I can, and I think that's the whole. We'll have to see how it plays out in terms of how Samuel plays out the rest of his schedule, and again, how competitive he is. But uh, 
again, we'll see just how well, because Mouthoff has now got a, a great quarterback uh, that he can now build around. And, you know, he's really made some smart moves. He got rid of Eifert. He got rid of Geno Atkins. He's really rebuilt his team and gone younger. Uh, it's actually inspired me. I Again, I just traded Chris Harris today. I just went and tried to get younger and go a different direction because my team is not currently set up to compete right away. I just know I don't have the... I just don't have the players right now to make that difference. But uh, again, everybody's got their own strategy. Everyone's going to go in their own direction to figure out what they think they can maximize talent with. So you mentioned um, you mentioned the tackling cone before, and, yeah. and you know, we could we could talk about that side of uh, of our sliders uh, a little bit as well. Yeah. So we've actually increased tackling up to fifty five from yeah. the uh, what was it the standards fifty right fifty correct yeah. All right, so we we have increased uh, you know the tackling for both player and CPU, um, knowing that the tackling cone shrunk. Right, so right. Um, the the main you know uh, the main the main thing there is that you know we've seen you know, I, I should say we saw it a lot in week one and some of the highlights is you'd have players literally running side by side or you know a, just a, a step behind a player. But now, in Madden 20, a step behind a player is all the difference that you need to make mm-hmm. or break a play. Yeah, no, it, it's significant. And uh, like I said, I'm just, I'm happy because it looked like the tackling was the most, you know, the biggest, one of the more divisive changes that the game has made. And this will at least give people a little bit of an opportunity. And like I said, we need to develop a bit of a sample size. We're going off, again, we've been on the Operation Sports Forum, at least I've been quite a bit, looking at some of the different um, sliders and whatnot. And this is one of the few ones that was specifically designed for user versus user. Most XP, most sliders online are kind of computer versus you know person. So it doesn't really work the same way, but we're kind of excited to try this. And honestly, so far... I like to a degree what I'm seeing. Again, other than the big plays you spoke about earlier, I like the fact that with these new sliders, we're not see, we we probably I don't think are going to see the 54 to 28 game unless people just blow big plays and they're giving up bad defensive calls. Like I think this should in turn make games a little bit more interesting, competitive, and get away from the seasons where we got receivers with 2600 yards receiving and, you know, you know, quarterbacks with like 70 or 60 touchdowns. That's the thing that's going to happen, but you know, to get away from that kind of stuff. Yeah. I mean, MHC, what, what would you say, you know, to, to maybe some of our, our, um, you know, newer, newer players in the league, yeah. uh, or, or some of those players who are having struggling uh, or who are struggling to adjust to the Madden 20, you know, uh, style of tackling. What, what would you say is, is like the number one tip that you would give them? So it's funny, we were talking about this on League Chat, and you, Emery brought up a good point, Coach Emery of the Chargers. He mentioned the fact that he actually lets the computer get close enough to the position before he takes over. Because right now, there's a bit of a tendency where, you know, there's a need to gamble. And like I said, some people love to hit stick. Symptoms talked about it. He loves to hit stick. He thinks it's too easy to hit stick. I think this version of the game actually makes you pay if you hit stick and miss. Like, if you hit stick you go right by somebody that play is gone like it is it, it is a great weapon to maybe force somebody to fumble but at the same time like it honestly it could be the biggest gamble to try to do that because honestly it could be it could blow up in your face like it is deadly 
Yeah, I, I, to- I totally agree. Um, I know I missed a couple, you know, in my game that, uh, you know, allowed uh, Samwell to, to get, uh, you know, some extra yards. Um, one of the other things that, that I'm frequently seeing, uh, you know, and this is across the league with both both skilled players and, you know, some of our lesser skilled players, mm-hmm. um, you know, on, on outside zone runs and, and stretches and, you know, sweeps, things like that. Um, it's really easy to overshoot your target. It is so yes. easy to run by the line, you know, the, the running back with the linebacker who's, mm-hmm. who is of course, you know, you're, if you're using the best guy to make the tackle and you're taking yourself out of the play, all you're doing is making it easier for your opponent to, to get that big play run. Mm-hmm. So, you know, speaking about the, the tackling piece, I'm, I'm watching the Steelers game right now with the Seahawks, and you're seeing a little bit of that tackling dynamic to try to maybe take the better angle, you know, better angles of pursuit to try to make that sure thing. Because, you know what, honestly, if you gamble, and I look at, you know, we're talking about Russell Wilson earlier. If you go to hit stick Russell Wilson and you miss, again, usually you're probably in a position where you might be able to force a loss, a sack, and it, I just, I don't know if it's worth it in the end. Even though you might get that that animation where he's going to fumble and throw the ball down, you're going to pick it up and scoop it up for a touchdown. I just think there's a lot of danger in playing that aggressively. Some people like it. Don't get me wrong. I just think there's a lot of things that can go wrong this Madden more than ever before. Yeah, the the other thing to mention too, as far as tackling goes, is the nerf to the X button, the dive. Yes, um, it's it, you do not you do not fly anymore. Uh, or do you, you you also don't slide and mm. the halfbacks are now smart enough that they will jump over your corpse of a body when you're on the ground yes uh, so there's no more you know trying to uh, there's no more trying to block the lane with a guy you know on the ground um, and you really have to measure out those those uh, those dives otherwise you're you know just like you said um, I mean I've played I've played a game before where I dove at a quarterback who, um, you know, in Madden 19 would have gotten sacked, but in Madden 20, I dove right in front of him and the CPU, you know, the quarterback kind of looked down at me and was like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and then threw the ball for a touchdown. Like, what <laughs> what, what am I supposed to do? Right. <laughs> so you, you got to really be smart using that X button uh, and diving. I just have to clarify one thing. I'm reading uh, league chat right here. Um uh, Seahawks uh, Gomer has been saying that he's not allowed to leave right away even though he, if he gets through I want to clarify this again you absolutely can leave the pocket if there's blitz if there's pressure it's the instant you can't run out right away after the ball is snapped are we confirming this tire we're on the same page on that yes yes okay. In- instant yeah if there's if there's pressure if there's pressure of any kind where you have a guy who's chasing you you are you have every right in the world to lead, to run out of that pocket that mm-hmm. is not yeah that is absolutely allowed mm-hmm. so like i said we'll, we'll see we'll again we'll see how things go it's a bit of a, a learning curve and like i said we're adjusting but we think the sliders are ultimately going to do some some better things like i said the qb accuracy the tackling all those things are going to contribute to hopefully some better gameplay and some more enjoying that out of the game rather than just some arcade sling the ball around so We'll give well, it a shot. We, we have, you know, MHC. We have a we have a number of quarterbacks that have the. Uh, uh, I forget what the ability is called. I believe it is. Um, I, I forget what it's called, yeah, but it's the one where it's the one where you scramble and you get a burst of speed when you scramble. 
Right. Um, I know Cam Newton has it. I know Lamar Jackson has it. And I know Russell Wilson has it. So we have multiple quarterbacks in the league that have these abilities to essentially say, hey, if I'm feeling pressure, I can actually get away from you and still make a play. As right. opposed to the majority of the league, they have to sense that pressure well ahead of it, well ahead of that um, linebacker or defensive end disengaging their blocker. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, like, sure, you know, some of the younger quarterbacks might have a little bit of speed where, you know, they'll be able to make up that difference, but they also don't have instant control when they're running as well. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, again, that is tied to that ability. Uh, so it's it's just going to be it's going to be um, it's going to be a learning process, as you said. You know, we had the big rule for Madden 19 was the inside run rule, and you know this could potentially be the Madden 20 rule. Uh, we'll see. Well, you know, we'll we'll have mm-hmm. to see where it goes, and and also see. You know, we don't know what the draft is going to bring. Um, you know, we're we're hoping to. Uh, you know, we'll be advancing to week three tomorrow night, which is a Friday. Yeah. Uh, so we'll get our first glimpse of uh of the new uh auto generated draft for uh what will eventually be our first class yep. uh of the new of the new game and um so we'll see you know how many how many scramblers there's going to be that's going to be a you know a huge a huge uh, uh factor in in the draft too yep who's what what players and tendencies and who's going to be how many mobile quarterbacks there are versus pocket passers all the other things we're going to see so we'll see um it, so and then of course it? down and of course down the road uh you know whether they're superstar or not because a superstar plus a scram you know superstar gets labeled as a scrambler and uh or i should say the other way around right the scrambler gets labeled as the superstar once he gets drafted boom now you you are going to instantly have an ability as soon as you uh meet those meet that snap count so we'll uh we'll see how many of those get introduced Yep, we'll see. Like I said, we'll take it. We'll take it one step at a time, and we'll see how it plays out. And like I said, it, it, it's, it's a growing experience, right? The idea is to get the the right level of gameplay as we build up here. So it's going to take some time. Again, everyone's just got to be patient. Uh, we're going to need to have a sample. A sample's not one game of re- one game where you're like my guy didn't get open or this didn't happen. No, it's over. Uh, it's over a substantial period of time where we can actually look at the data and say, you know what, this is really happening. There's too much of this. We drop the interception slider to 35, I believe. I think it's a good number. I think we we just don't want to see the linebackers of people having like 20 interceptions in a year. We just want to get rid of that, right? So make it more realistic. And guys should drop things. Defense doesn't pick off everything that comes near them. There should be drops in the game. So I can live with that. But um, I know we've talked yeah. a lot about... Go ahead, sir. I was just going to say that is a nice change that we are seeing the DBs get the majority of the picks so far. Yeah, as opposed to the linebackers. A very welcome change. A very welcome change. We'll see how it goes. Um, So I want to kind of talk about, you know, the last part of this podcast and looking at the – I know it's only been one game for some two. Um, I want to ask you, is there any teams that have uh, surprised you in terms of what you've seen, even in, from what you've watched them briefly or and said, you know what, this team looks better than I thought or maybe teams that could be more challenged this year than they were previously and uh, anything you can think of that comes off the top of your head? Uh, well, I think um, I think one of the most interesting things to, uh, to go into this is uh, Seymour's decision to take the Steelers 
uh, the defense and turn them into uh, a four three from a three four. Yeah. Um, Steelers have always Steelers have always been a linebacker factory, um, and so they've you know pretty much always ran uh, you know three four at least for base. Right. Um, so it's really interesting having Seymour run the four three. Um, obviously, a defense that you know he's probably more familiar with. Um, coming from uh, uh, what the, what team was he on? Uh, did he have he had the Dolphins last season, right? Yes, he did. Yeah. Um, you know, and I know I know they run. They at least then ran a four three. Um, so it's uh, you know like in in that regard, that's that's kind of the the first one that jumps to mind. Um, I'm interested to see, especially after your trade. Yeah. Uh, Tipo is uh, kind of going all in on the first mm-hmm. year with Kyler Murray. Um, I'm not sure. I'm not exactly sure how that's going to work out for him. Yeah. Yeah. The, the hard thing. Well, this is the thing. When originally we were talking and he uh, when I put Chris Harris on the block, um, he was one of uh, four or five coaches that asked about his price. And um, originally we were looking at players that can make it work. And he was like, I'm going to trade this draft pick. I'm not going to drafting. This is what I want to do. And I think his logic was that he wanted to pair him with Patrick Peterson. And that would be the only uh, actually, be the only two uh, superstar X Factor cornerback duo, at least for year one, that is in the game. So I guess he's thinking he could maybe shut down the passing attack from multiple teams um, in his division outside. And again, it's going to be interesting to see how it pays off. And this is the whole thing I think I, I always got to consider is what is people's agenda or plan? And it's hard to evaluate people's abilities and talents based on last mounting because, you know, people do look better and different. I'm not going to lie. I, I got to give a shout out to Mouthoff. I watched his game against Germ. He looked completely sound. He looked. He had moments throughout last Madden where he looked good too, but he played a complete game against Germ, and I was like, wow, he just took him out, and Germ got his first loss of the season in, in week two. So, you know, there's people that are coming out that maybe you didn't expect right away that could be challenging in their division or maybe make it more difficult, or maybe some people were sputter early on and did not have the success they're used to. So I think it's and sometimes we can't always just paint the brush and say this is what the, this team is going to be because we really don't know yet. Yeah, that's uh, you know, Mouthoff has always shown glimpses of uh, of his potential uh, with that Bengals team, uh, you know, and and I say that as like with that Bengals team, <laughs> um, he's had to you know he's had to overcome uh, some challenging personnel decisions there, um, but I do have a couple of teams, I do have a couple of coaches yeah. that are that are on new teams now. Uh, that you know, it, it's going to be really interesting to see what they can do now that they have a good roster. Um, I think the ones that the ones that come to mind are uh, are MG going yep. from the Bears to now the Elite Cowboys. Yeah. Um, uh, Smithy going from the very lowly Buccaneers roster that he was given five seasons in. That was just unfortunately <laughs> a mess. Yeah. Um, but, you know, he's taken over. Uh, I know he lost his first game, but I feel like he could be one of those surprise guys, uh, you know, five weeks, six weeks down the road where he's more of like a, you know, four and four and two, five and three kind of player. Um, he could be in the hunt for it because uh, you know the Texans are they're they're a strong team, um, and then 
Uh, where, where was that one? I just, uh, I just had here, um, was, um, what does it say? I said MG with the, the Cowboys. Yeah. Yeah. Smithy with the, the Texans. Um, oh, and, um, just be with his, uh, hometown saints. Right. Um, oh no, actually, well, I, I have a fourth for you now too, cause I just remembered <laughs> the other one. Uh, and that's Josh. That's Byzant with the Falcons, because um, he has a hell of an offense to work with uh, mm-hmm. compared to what he was uh, what he was working with in Buffalo last season. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, again, very similar situation with Smithy, where he came in late um, to a team that had already kind of run its run its uh, uh, GM plan. The original GM plan, you know, uh, was a three or four season plan. So he came in after that and kind of had to pick up some pieces. Um, did okay, but got better. That was the main thing: is he got better as the season uh, as the seasons went on. Um, you know, uh, you know, just just be with the uh, with the Saints. Now he's you know he's probably more familiar with that team. Uh, you know that being his home, te- his home uh, or his favorite team, and you know he's. Um, I mean he's he's going to be slinging it. That's for sure. We know we already know he likes to sling it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, it makes you appreciate when you actually have a quarterback that can sling it and actually make the throws that you need to make. Because uh, trying to make those throws with a quarterback that uh, is incapable is not a lot of fun. So uh, I'm jealous <laughs> of the teams that have those quarterbacks because man, they. Uh, Honestly, what I would give right now to have my quarterback have a receiver light up when they got open, I would love for that ex- for that uh, superstar ability right now. Well, that com- combine beautiful. that too. Combine that too with now the the veteran quarterbacks aren't going to retire the next season automatically. Yes. yes so you know we're going to get another year of Drew Brees and Tom Brady and oh hey Seymour, Big Ben. <laughs> yeah, he's so happy about that. He's I, I not just... going anywhere. Well, I just thought he's not really he's he's very much using Big Ben sparingly. I think he's seven of eleven in this game, and they're in the late in the fourth quarter. It's seventeen thirteen Pittsburgh, uh, three thirty left. But again, I know maybe people aren't as happy, but like look at that score. Isn't that more of an NFL score? Like seventeen thirteen. Like that just seems a little bit more. I don't know. How do you feel about that? Yeah, I th- you know I, I think our I think our scoring is uh, a little bit more realistic this uh, second time around. Um, uh, the the Patriots and Dolphins put on an absolute show for the league last uh, last night. Yeah. Uh, with that stream, um, I mean, we had a tie ball game going into uh, you know twenty two uh, each um, going into uh, I think it was the fourth at that point, um, and the final score ended up being uh, twenty nine to twenty five Patriots, where uh, where Ape just um, he was driving down, but he his receivers dropped two clutch throws. Uh, two or two clutch passes back to back that just uh, ended up in a turnover on downs, and mm-hmm. he had, you know, he just, you know, what can you do? You you made the plays, and your personnel didn't come through for you. Yeah. No, it's it just rough. takes it takes time to figure out. And like I said, the I guess I'm just a curious. I'm curious to see how everything plays out. Like I said, I'm very excited on just the hopefully the parody that the league has uh if germ looks beatable this madam which he does for now because his 49ers are not quite there um you know maybe it opens the door who could maybe get their first super bowl because uh germ is the only current person in our league that has a super bowl title and so it uh, it could very well go to somebody else this year and there are people that 
you know, look impressive. You know, Ricky looks good with his Tennessee Titans. And, um, you know, there's going to be a lot of talented teams that are going to be knocking on the door here. How does it all play out? And like I said, even going out west, you know, looking at the 49ers division, the Seahawks, the Seahawks are playing right now, the Rams, the Cardinals, like that's going to be a great race. Like As much as I was really not sure about certain divisions when we started this, I really like how it's all shaping up. And there should be at least a competitive race between at least two teams, if not three in most divisions. So that's at least somewhat <laughs> exciting. Like, I mean, because it, it, it is potentially possible. And you look at the divisions right now and you say, you know what? There's probably two teams in each division. You're like, you, you're not sure who could win. Like I know, I know German that his lines about who could maybe win the divisions and whatnot. But uh, I think there's a lot of divisions right now. You're like, yeah, maybe it could be 40, 40, 50, 50 in terms of what we're looking at in terms of who might go. You know, it. Uh... A, a win here or a loss there, um, you know, against uh, certain opponents, uh, you know, can make the difference uh, mm-hmm. down the road. So we'll, you know, that's definitely something that we're going to be uh, we're going to be looking at throughout the season, uh, you know, as the playoff picture changes back and forth. Mm-hmm. Now, if you had to, you know, I know it now. I know it's early. You know, obviously we're 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 still in week two. Um, but you know we're 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 up in you know you're you're I should say you're you're up in you're up in Canada and you know uh, yeah the the greens available up in Canada so we know uh, you know you're probably uh, high all the time so we're, we're gonna have we're gonna have MHC make make a mile high pick oh my god what is so so what is if you had to pick who who do you think is gonna be and we'll and we'll use our good old hockey term here. Who's going to be our president's trophy uh, uh, winner in each conference? Uh, you know, who's going to, who do you think is going to come out of each conference with the best record? Um, you, you might want to take a hit before you do this. Oh, jeez. Uh, <laughs> um, let me see here. Uh, I would. Okay, so. Uh, I guess it's kind of tough right now. I think if I had to go um, NFC, I'm going to go with... This might seem like a really... It's not a weird pick because of the, the. But I think he's getting the right players in the mix and the right talent. I think Velasco is going to have the best record. Ooh, bold. That's a bold uh, move, Cotton. <laughs> so I'm, I'm gonna say I, I think that he could be a, a, a the, kind of the dark horse to maybe do it. Obviously, the popular pick is Germ, and the other one I gotta consider too is again I have to see more from Pirate and Average Joe. I'm not convinced yet that they're they're ready yet for that moment. Um, MG's got a great team in Dallas, but you know Synex has had a great run so far to start with the Washington least in the first few games we've seen him play. So honestly, it's it's really early to say. Um, I guess again, Lions would be my dark horse pick. I would really like, uh, obviously, Germ to have the best record in the NFC, probably most likely. If we had to go AFC right now, honestly, I'm probably going to say at this point, you know what? It's probably Ricky or Emery. I'm going to say right now. Interesting, interesting. I I think uh, I I think um, you know uh, I I could definitely agree with that. Ricky's always been one of our strongest players in the league. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Josh has uh, has some has some room to uh, you know to really make. To to really follow through on his playoff ambitions this this uh, this Madden, you know I know he's made it I know he's made it to a couple Super Bowls uh, in the past. But, Who has? Uh, Josh. 
Wait, I I don't think Josh has made it to a Super Bowl. Oh, he no, he made one, didn't he? No, he hasn't. Really? He didn't. He didn't make one. No, and I I could tell you why. So few things happened. The first year we played, he was simmed to the playoffs. He did not go because he he was gone for the playoffs. I've beaten him actually twice in the playoffs before. Rip. And I beat him twice in the playoffs. I know he's gotten to an AFC championship game, but I'm positive the only people that have represented the AFC last time were Bandit, unfortunately. Uh, the the other one was Ricky did it, I think, twice. Ricky and did it twice Velasco. or once? And Velasco did it once. Yeah, Ricky did it twice. Okay. And then, wow. so that would be I five. St- I don't know if there's anybody else we're missing. Who else would I have been st- in that? I stand, no, I, st- I stand, uh, yeah, I stand corrected then. Yeah, huh. so I don't think he ever, he, I don't think he ever made it there. I think that was, uh, kind of fell short at that point. So I think that he was never in that grouping, unfortunately. Oh, actually, I think did, uh, I think Seawills made a Super Bowl, did he not? No, Seawills lost in the championship oh, game. Oh, right, to you're right. Was it yes. that to Ricky? I want to no, say that was you're... that was to Bandit. That was to Bandit. I could I I was thought maybe I thought maybe he got in. I'm, maybe I'm wrong. I thought maybe there was an opportunity. I'll have to go back to the Super Bowl history and take a look. Um, but okay, let's go right now. So if you we're only one game in, biggest hot take, your Stephen A. Smith moment, your Skip Bayless moment. Who do you have in the Super Bowl right now? It's tomorrow. What's happening? Is it New York Jets against two? What's your Super Bowl? <laughs> Oh man, um, you know I'm still learning my team too. So uh, let's see here. Um, if I had to, uh, you know, if I had to pick in the, if I had to pick in the NFC here, um, I think as of right now, mm-hmm. I got to go with Django and the Packers. Ooh, um, Django is he's fielding a young team. He's fielding a good young team. Um, and as long as Aaron Rodgers is still running around and chucking it for him, um, he, he's not going to throw picks, man. That, you... that's, one of, that's one of the best X-factors, X-Factor abilities in the game. Mm-hmm. Um, where a CPU cannot pick you off when you are active. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it gives you a whole other level, I guess, in terms of uh, intangible what you're able to do. So, no, I to make that, that honestly, yeah. it, it's a pretty good pick. So, um, good pick. you know, I, I mean, you know, and that's that's of course, you know, based off he had a really strong game against McGee uh, and the Vikings, um, where he overcame allowing two kickoff touch uh, returns for touchdowns um, to win that game by ten points, mm-hmm. uh, thirty-eight to twenty-eight. So. You know, we're talking about a really strong team. I just think right now he's going into every game. He's got a he's got a game plan and he's executing it. Um, and so until somebody knocks him off that, um, I mean, he's he's that's my pick right now. Um, as far as as far as AFC goes, you know, I'd like to I'd like to pick myself. Um, you know, I know I've got a, a yeah. strong chance, but um, but I'm 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 thinking that. Um, you know, until uh, you know, I, I need to. I need to see. Uh, you know, I need to see a bit more from myself too. Uh, you know, you want you want to talk about seeing more, right? Yeah. Um, but you know, just uh, <clears throat> just like you you had mentioned, um, I think Enigma is is kind of a quiet assassin sitting in yep. the AFC South. I think he's a little over. Yeah, I think he's kind of that. He's a jaguar lurking in the shadows. 
of of a of a titan. <laughs> um, but uh, you know, you also have you also have Emery um, on the Chargers. He's made some trades to really load up, mm-hmm. and um, you know, again, I mean, I haven't. I know it's early. These guys still have to play their games, and um, you know, we we don't know what's going to happen. You know, I'm really interested to see the Emery uh, Velasco game that's going to happen for this week. Yeah. Uh, kind of see the outcome of that because uh, you know, again, that could be. That right there could be a potential preview of our Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Um, no, we right. don't, we don't know. We just, you know, I know these are our bold moves. They're, these are our bold picks right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's kind of what we're, that's kind of what we're looking at. Yeah, it's gonna take time to figure out what you know what the right mix is, and you know how these games play out. But we're excited to see, and we're we're so excited that Madden's back, and that we're ready to launch a, a brand new uh, brand new uh, Madden for AGS as we build and move forward. And like I said, the DL page is gonna continually uh, be rebuilt and redone. But the nice thing is, all the players are back up, and all the standings are reflective, and we'll be updating that weekly. So just gotta give it that opportunity. Um, and we'll yeah, go just from bear there. bear with us on that. Bear with that. Yeah, bear with us on that, everyone. <laughs> uh, quick update here. Uh, it looks like the Steelers did win the game, um, from what I can tell. I think they won 17-13. Uh, 90 passing yards for Big Ben, 50% completion. Only 90. Wow, that's, Only that's, 90. That, that's his, uh, that, that must be his Peyton Manning game, right? Yeah, it's a running It's the running <laughs> game, r- rolling hard here in, uh, in in Steel Town. So we'll see how that goes. That's, yeah, that's, that's, that's really good to see. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. Um, anyway, we'll we'll wrap up here. We're definitely going to do up another uh, podcast uh, very very soon. But uh, I'd like to thank you all for listening. Those of you that are going to tune in, and uh, thank you, Tyrant, for joining me, especially during the tedious process of updating the league during the reboot. So thank you for that, and uh, we're excited to to get moving on here and actually play some games. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'll just uh, just a, a quick uh, you know quick shout out to yep. uh, to our admin team who uh, you know who who continues to work uh, work hard so that you know uh, we don't have to do everything, which is which is nice. Um, you know, it's not just a, it's not just a one man show mm-hmm. by any means uh, here at AGS. Mm-hmm. Um, the other the other thing I'm just going to quickly mention too is. Uh, Guys, we've made some we've made some updates to our uh, to our rule book. Um, it is definitely important that you you review those changes. Uh, we do list the most recent changes in the rules um, channel on on our Discord, uh, and you know you can go on and, and uh, check out the new uh, the new rules um, posted up on the Google Docs. So, uh, and of course, uh, if you ever run into any questions or are unsure of anything. Message an admin. That's the yep. easiest thing to do. We are, we are pretty much between the five of us. One of us is available at any given time. So yep. don't be, don't hesitate to reach out to us, guys. Uh, you know we're here to help you. Yep, we'll make it work. Going. And we'll go from there. Well, hey, thank you for joining us. Like I said, we're excited for more season. Let's uh, let's make this happen. But uh, thank you for joining us, as I said. And uh, yeah, we'll be back very very soon. Uh, Game of yeah, Inches podcast out. Me. Thank you, guys. Take care.